You are Locked On Horn Frogs. Your daily podcast on the TCU Horn Frogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You are Locked On Horn Frogs. Your daily podcast on the TCU Horn Frogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Locked On Horn Frogs. Thanks for making Locked On Horn Frogs your first listen. Uh, I'm Stephen Simcox, your host on YouTube, on all the podcast platforms. Man, on YouTube today, one, I'm dressed business casual because you're catching me right after work which is sort of a rare thing. Um, so if it looks like I combed my hair, I did. That's that's something that I did just especially for you guys today. Also, I'm kind of liking the natural light I have going on. I'm in my house. I got just the sunlight coming in. Um, I feel sort of like Steven Spielberg or James Cameron. I've stumbled upon uh, some great natural light in today's edition of Lockdown Horn Frogs. Maybe I should be an influencer. Uh, let's get to the meat of the show. Let's get to what you want to hear, and that is TCU Athletics, specifically TCU football. It's what we lead the show with on most days. And I want to talk uh, running backs. And what made me think of this is Locked On Big 12, Josh Neighbors. I mentioned that, you know, a couple times a week. We do the roundtable. It's a great show. I encourage you to listen to that podcast as well. He's covering running backs across the Big 12 today. And um, I'm interested and fascinated by the TCU running back situation. So I, I mentioned it off the top. Um, Zach Evans moving on left for Old Miss and Zach Evans was the highest recruited player in the history of TCU football. We all know the sort of tumultuous um, recruitment that he had uh, out of North Shore High School was originally signed with Georgia and then ends up at TCU just sort of randomly um, and it was a big win for you know the program the couple of years he was here he was really you know active really productive. He had 648 yards on 92 carries last season and five touchdowns. And there were times last season when he was the best player on the field. Like, uh, I, I don't think they win the game against Cal without Zach Evans just pouring it on. Against Texas Tech, he was really effective while he was healthy. Against Texas, he had some big plays where it, you could just tell, even against some of the highly talented guys that play for UT, um, he was right there at that level. I think he has the possibility and the ability to go on and have a really good NFL career. And so nationally, I feel like the perception is that TCU is losing a ton and TCU is losing a great talent in Zach Evans. Here's the other thing I'll say, uh, you know, the best ability is availability. And we talked about this until we were blue in the face during the season before we got hurt and was shut down with the foot injury. For whatever reason, Zach never really got the workload that you would expect from a big-time running back. And, you know, Gary Patterson spoke on that a few times. Whether that was the coaching staff, whether that was Zach himself, you know, he did have a tendency to tap his helmet and come out of games at times where it seemed like he could have stayed in there and, and kept the momentum going. Now it's his body. He's, he's the dude, right? Like he's the one that has to decide, um, you know, how much he can handle, but it was always strange that 
he didn't get more opportunities running the football or in the passing game. And so while he averaged, you know, seven yards a carry over his career at TCU, his short time there, you could tell when he had the ball in his hands, he was a special talent, a special player. Um, and remains to be seen what happens at Old Miss. They might unlock his ability in a way that TCU couldn't. But whatever happened there, the bottom line was the production, you know, in total, in sum, didn't equal maybe what you thought from a guy that came in as highly touted as he was. And so now you move on to Kendra Miller, who started, you know, multiple games last season, has been really involved in the offense the last few years. And you look at uh, his numbers, they're not that different than what Zach Evans put up last season. 83 carries, 623 yards, um, seven and a half yards per carry. And he's another guy through his short time at TCU that's averaged about seven yards a pop when he's touched the ball. Amani Bailey, the transfer from Louisiana, um, 102 carries, 642 yards, and averaged about six yards a carry and was really impressive um, against some Power 5 competition, against some big-time competition. Now, word was at a spring camp that Bailey um, really turned some heads, was super impressive, ran with authority, ran with a purpose, you know, has the ability to make plays out of the backfield in the receiving game. So – I'm pretty optimistic about those two guys and their ability to not replace the talent necessarily, but replace the production that Zach Evans left behind. Here's, here's my big question for the running back position. And you can comment on YouTube. You can hit me up on Twitter. You see my handle right there. I'm at Simcox Steven. The show is at Locked on TCU. I I'm someone, and maybe this is an old school mentality and, but I believe I like it when an offense functions, and I think an offense functions well with a you know workhorse running back. And one thing that's frustrated me the last few years about TCU is, and it happens across college football. It's not just a TCU specific uh, mentality, but the way that they divvy up carries is just crazy to me. It really feels like guys can't get in the rhythm. Um, you know, they'll have a good series, and all of a sudden they're out. And we saw this with Darius Anderson and Sewu. You know, we saw this with Zach Evans last year. I would love to see somebody emerge. Now, maybe you have a difference on that, or maybe you have a difference of opinion. Please let me know. Maybe you're the school of thought. Well, you got two guys that can run, like keep them fresh. They bring, you know, a different energy, a different dynamic to the offense. Let these two trade off. Again, Imani Bailey, from all reports, has been super impressive in, in spring in spring camp. Um, so that's somebody who could also, you know, bring a new dimension to the offense. Kendra Miller, how much is he getting pushed by Bailey? We'll see as the season gets closer, but I think Miller is ready to take on that role. He seems to me like the type of player that wants the ball in his hands at all times. Um, and I feel like he could be more of your traditional downhill runner. And I think that's a good thing for TCU football, no matter how it shakes out. I believe pretty strongly that even though on the surface, like losing Zach Evans is a bad thing. And yeah, it was, it was really unfortunate. Guys like that don't come through very often, especially on campus in Fort Worth. But, and, and it's, it's unfortunate that we couldn't see what the new staff might be able to do with him. But the production wasn't always there. And I mean, 
when you look at it big picture, the total the total production, not the yards per carry and, and that type of thing. And so I, I I believe that Bailey and Miller can replicate some of that and at least, you know, be more than serviceable in this new role. I'm coming up next. I want to keep talking TCU football. What are their odds for winning a Big 12 title? What is our one of our great partners, betonline.ag, think about the Horn Frogs and their chance to win a Big 12 title in 2022. Before we do that, though, um, I do want to mention Built Bar. You know, Built Bar is one of the great sponsors of our show. Um, summer's coming, and you're going to need some food on the go. So something about my life, recently my wife, uh, she went back to working in the ER full-time as a nurse, which means, you know, there's mornings where I'm alone, getting the kids ready for school, getting everybody in and out of the door. Uh, and so one challenge for me, because I'm not a great cook, is what am I going to do for breakfast? And one thing, at least, you know, from my vantage point, and my oldest son really enjoys these too, is Built Bar is a great breakfast option. They're healthy. They're delicious. Um, you don't have to sacrifice that taste for a good option. And they fill you up. Um, you know, the, the Built Bars, the puffs are covered in 100% real chocolate. That means you can eat healthy and actually enjoy doing it. And a, a lot of their options are only 140 calories. So it's good for on-the-go um, it's good for, you know, making sure you can get to lunch, get to that next meal, and you don't have to feel guilty about it. Go to built.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON15, and you can get 15% off your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Okay, segment two here on Locked On Horn Frogs, and uh, one of the great things about the Locked On Podcast Network there's so many different options. Thank you for making Locked On Horn Frogs your first listen every day. And make sure to go check out Locked On NBA, the big board, uh, Rafael Barlow from NBA Draft Junkies and author of the NBA Big Board newsletter is joined by multiple guests. And they're giving fans an in-depth look at the NBA draft, mock draft, player rankings, and of course, big boards. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Okay, so odds for Big 12 football title odds going into the season. This is from betonline.ag, one of our great sponsors. Barrett Sally brought this earlier in the week. So Oklahoma is the odds-on favorite. They are 7-4 to four odds. At, in, at number two, Texas, 2-1 to one odds. Oklahoma State and Baylor after that, Iowa State. And then TCU sort of sandwiched in the middle at 14-1. to one. Uh, Below them are Texas Tech, West Virginia, Kansas State, and Kansas. Okay. Um... I consider myself pretty optimistic. Uh, if you want to throw some money on those TCU odds, go ahead and do it. I wouldn't count on it. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't use that as a rainy day fund. I don't expect that this year, obviously. But I found it interesting, not so much the Big 12 title part, but just who they were ahead of. Texas Tech, West Virginia, Kansas State, and Kansas. Now, Kansas obviously makes sense. Um even with the struggles TCU has had lately, they've handled Kansas well. They've won those games. And Lance Leipold's a good coach. I think he had the chance to turn around that program in a hurry. And I know that there were some uh, good reports, some optimism coming out of spring practice that there's, you know, at least like a coherent culture there now. Um, they're moving in the right direction in a lot of ways. Now, K-State and West Virginia. This is intriguing to me. Of course, Kansas State's replacing Skylar Thompson, who was on campus for a million years. West Virginia also has a quarterback battle going on, but Will Greer, um, or excuse me, not Will Greer, 
Will Greer graduated uh, a few years ago. JT Daniels from USC and from Georgia. And even though, you know, once Daniels hit the transfer portal, there weren't as many suitors as I expected. Um, a big time talent, big time arm, pro style QB. And the, the reason it surprised me is because West Virginia and Kansas State have really dominated the Frogs the last few years. And the K-State game last season was never close. And then, of course, Gary Patterson was was let go after that. Uh, the year before, when the Frogs went 6-4, and four, they fell to 1-3 and three in an ugly loss to K-State. When Will Howard played in place of Skylar Thompson – and, you know, they lost that game 21-14. They just could not find a way to score. The last few seasons, they have not been able to, you know, find the end zone against the Wildcats. And similarly, West Virginia, um, a terrible night there in Fort Worth last year at home that was sort of, you know, the start of, oh, man, maybe this team's not very good. They went to Morgantown a couple seasons ago and got worked. Like Neil Brown and Chris, and Chris Kleiman, Neither of them have lost TCU yet. And so it's uh, it's intriguing to me that TCU is ahead of those teams. Now, Texas Tech, um, there's a lot of hype around the Red Raiders right now. Joe McGuire, new head coach, they're getting some things down the recruiting trail. It seems like they really seem to understand uh, the name, image, and likeness kind of the, the new world of college football. And I think Joey also just brings a lot of great energy there. But TCU's dominated them in the past. So that one makes more sense to me. I, I think my, my point is, this is a good sign for odds makers' respect for Sonny Dykes. Because I felt like TCU, honestly, was going to be maybe next to last or maybe third to last. And I think they can be better than that. I'm not saying that's where they finish. I feel like this is a team... But definitely can get to bulgeability and maybe win seven, eight games is a little rich for my blood. But I, I think six or seven wins is a you know a real good possibility. You're turning over, you know, a new defense. You've got a quarterback situation that's unsettled. But maybe this is Vegas just saying, hey, we have some we we've seen what Sonny has done to other schools. We have some respect or what he can do and how he can turn around a program in a hurry. And I think that's an encouraging sign for TCU football. We're going to wrap things up shortly. Before we do that, though, I want to talk about Rock Auto. If you spent any time listening to the show, you probably thought to yourself, this is a guy who knows cars. You're wrong. I don't know vehicles. It's it's something that is one of those things I know the least about. And, you know, there's so many makes and models now. And you, you might go to a local chain auto parts store and you just – automatically feel overwhelmed. You don't feel like you have all the answers to their questions. It, you know, you're driving an Odyssey, you're driving an LX, an EX, and the person behind the counter just makes you feel kind of silly, right? And so save time and money by using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business. They've been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you need. Every part, every make and model, Go explore their easy-to-use website to find the solution to your auto, part, auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How'd You Hear About Us box so that they know that we sent you. 
If you're a do-it-yourselfer or you're just a novice like me, Rock Auto has what you need. Amazing selection, reliable low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Again, that's rockauto.com. All right, we're getting out of here. This has been Locked on Horn Frogs, our Wednesday edition tomorrow. We're going to talk more about odds with Josh Neighbors and the Locked on Big 12 Roundtable crew. Um, TCU Baseball, you know, we'll get into that series against Kansas, which they still have an outside shot of the Big 12 title. They need to sweep the Jayhawks. We'll talk about all that and more. This is Locked on Horn Frogs, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. It's your team.